What's up, guys? What's going on? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology's Daily Devo with Trust in Jesus Ministries. I'm glad you're here, man. And if you enjoy this podcast, if you're checking it out on YouTube, man, give us a thumbs up, like, subscribe. Or if you're watching it on um, the or actually listening, I guess, on whatever podcast, man, go ahead and uh, put us a review down. That helps out. Spread the channel. Let people kind of uh, get to hear more of what's going on. So, yeah, I appreciate that. And also, if you'd like to donate, support our page, you can check us out at TrustingJesusMinistries.com. And uh, there's a, a place that says give, and then you can give whatever you want, whether it be a one-time or a continuous one. We'd appreciate that. But anyway, we are on Genesis chapter 19, 17 through 29. We just finished the deluge or the rain of fire and brimstone upon Sodom and Gomorrah and the escape of Lot and his two daughters. And now we are on a uh, the next morning, or I guess technically... It was morning already when that happened. It was early morning. And then now we're on the morning that Abram wakes up. So if you haven't checked it out, 19, 27 through 29, read it. So you have to stay, stop the tape, do all that, and then come back and we'll answer the four questions. If you have, we're going to go ahead and jump into it. So Genesis 19, 27 through 29, what is it saying? Well, it says that Abraham rose up early in the morning, man. He went out and stood where he had talked with God before the city uh, trying to intercede for it. And he saw smoke rising. He says like a smoke from a furnace it means like everything was just incinerated. The burning was so hot and, and, and so impactful that it just destroyed the entire area, the plains, the city. There was nothing that survived. In the last chapter, it even said that, or I mean, in the last uh, uh, episode, we did the last couple of verses, it said that it was even the plants were destroyed. It was utter destruction. Everything was gone. That's the effect of sin. Sin destroys everything. And it says that as uh, this was happening, this destruction, when God was meeting out justice upon this city, he remembered Abraham. And so he snatched uh, a lot out from the city that he dwelled in those cities and he saved a lot um, from that catastrophe. So what's this got to say? I wanted to do this small verse because it was kind of in between the two things, a little look back. It was from Lot, Sodom and Gomorrah, a little look at Abraham, and then it goes back to Lot again. And I wanted to stop here and talk about this specifically because of the effect that Abraham had, man, when he talked with God, essentially, when he was speaking with God, mediating for those people, God heard his call. That's why in the last episode, we saw that Lot stopped Azor, that the men came and snatched uh, um, Lot out of that city to save him. It was on behalf of Abraham. It was on behalf of Abraham, his will uh, uh, or his desire. And so this is just a picture going back and referring to the reason that Lot was spared in this was because of the effect of Abraham which is a powerful thing to say. And we'll talk about that in a little bit, but let's answer the questions, man. What is this saying about God? Well, it's showing his twofold justice and mercy. We see justice in the destruction as there's nothing but smoke rising, nothing left of the city and the plains. And then we see his mercy as he has saved a lot. One plucked out of the fire of the furnace. This justice and mercy is, is seen 
in many things, especially on the cross of Christ, as we see the justice of God, the wrath being poured out upon his son for sin. But then we also see the mercy of God being mediated to the people uh, that are on this earth through that. It's, a, it's, it's two sides of a coin, justice and mercy that God is bestowing upon us. What about man is the power of influence and intercession, man. Sometimes we think we have uh, no influence on God, but we see here that it was because God remembered Abraham that Lot was saved. So remember that, man. Don't neglect the fact that God loves you and that because he loves you, man, that he is, desires to do things for you. Um, and in this way, it happened that Lot was saved. Now, I don't think it would have happened, save for the fact that Abraham made the request made known to God concerning his justice and his mercy and his righteousness. And because of that, then God did what he did for Abraham to Lot. And I think that's important. But I think also it's because of the influence that Abraham had on him in their life together in life. Because as um, he spent the time with, with Lot, Abraham spent the time with Lot and walked with him, then he picked up some of the things that he should be doing in walking life before God. That's why we see that he has this hospitality. Now, he didn't do it in the greatest sense as Abraham did, but he did do it. And that was part of the influence that Abraham had on his life, which... In, in some way is why later on we see that it, it says that righteous lot in um, Second Peter. How do we apply these truths to our lives? Well, first off, examine our life and see how our lives influence the people around us. And there's so many people that we come in contact with and in our circle of influence that as Christians, we should be living for God's glory, that they can see it and then they can glorify God. Because of our lives, man, others can change. So much so that uh, the destructions of the city from Sodom and Gomorrah, the, the plains were completely destroyed. And that's because of the sin of the city. But Lot was saved because of the righteousness of Abraham. And so examine our lives and, and ask yourself this question, man. Are you uh, contributing to the destruction of life? Or are you contributing to the flourishing of it. Also, don't stop praying. Don't stop praying. Don't stop believing that that uh, now I feel like I'm singing a song from Journey. But don't stop believing that you have the ability to influence God. It's not because of you, because of how awesome you are, but it's because he loves you and he cares for you and he desires for you to be well. So go into prayer asking for things that will help you, especially in mediating with others that are around you. Because I know you have family and friends that don't know God and that you would be broken if they were to die today. And so I, I continue to ask you to pray for them right now so that they might come to know him. It says in Second in Peter, as I read through, and you can check out that podcast if you want, but it says that, uh, that he is slow and patient so that all people could come to know him. 
So believe that, man. Hey, I appreciate you guys for listening. And I will see you back as we go into this last crazy, weird kind of, uh, you know, disgusting thing um, that happens for a lot. I'll see you guys in the next episode.